You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpel965.com. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. We just got the latest read on how our economy did this summer. It grew at a 5.2% annual pace. This second estimate tops the first read of growth at 4.9%. And an agreement's been reached over toxic forever chemicals. Camores, DuPont, and Corteva have agreed to pay the state of Ohio $110 million to resolve claims associated with toxic forever chemicals. Camores said it would be responsible for half of the settlement costs, while DuPont would provide about $39 million to resolve the claims relating to the release of per and polyfluoral alkyl substances or PFAS from the company's facilities. Chemical makers have faced thousands of lawsuits in recent years over contamination by PFAS, which can be found in the blood of most Americans. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Lillian Wu, invested in you. Can you trust the government to protect you? We have political chaos, high inflation, global wars, no border protection, and our leadership telling you about pronouns in electric cars. It's time to take a hard look at protecting yourself and your family. It's time to call Oxford Gold Group. Whether you want to diversify against inflation or have gold on hand, you need to visit jessekellygold.com. Protect yourself with a visit to jessekellygold.com. That's just to be freed by Hamas later today. It includes 10 Israeli women and two women who hold dual citizenship in Israel and Russia. This is believed to be a gesture to Russian President Vladimir Putin. And it comes after a fifth consecutive prisoner hostage exchange last night. Fox's Nate Foy in Tel Aviv. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken's in Brussels. He says talks are ongoing to extend the ceasefire again beyond the day to also allow more humanitarian aid to flow into Gaza. He's at NATO headquarters also focused on Ukraine. Ensuring that Russia's war of aggression remains a strategic failure is as vital today as when the Kremlin launched that war almost two years ago. President Biden and Senate Democrats are pushing to bundle a military aid package to Israel and Ukraine. Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas is one of the Republicans who's more open to passing the package as a whole if border demands are met. This really may be a once in a lifetime opportunity that we have the leverage to actually secure the border. Democrats have been critical of certain GOP proposals like renewing border wall construction. Fox's Ryan Schmelz, all that amid demands because of another surge of migrants crossing illegally today, the head of Homeland Security goes to Texas. Many migrants have ended up in cities like New York and Chicago, where it's cold now, and Fox's Garrett Tenney reports. 17 churches taking part in a new initiative to provide temporary housing, food, and social services to migrants. And the thousand of those migrants are still sleeping either outside on the streets in tents or on the floor in the lobbies of police stations across Chicago. There's a surge at sea near Japan where U.S. military Osprey aircraft crashed. At least one of the six crew members on board has been found dead. America's listening to Fox News. Don't let everyday aches and pains keep you from living your best life. I don't think I really understood what people meant when they talked about pain until I started feeling it myself. Start feeling better every day with Relief Factor. A daily supplement designed to support your body's fight against aches and pains. Not only do I move better without pain, I just feel better. Created by doctors, Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients that target four metabolic pathways to address pain. Relief Factor doesn't just mask aches and pains, it helps reduce or even eliminate them. 
Today, I do the things I love, and it doesn't occur to me to think about pain. You can feel the difference all day, every day. Join the over 1 million people who have tried Relief Factor's three-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95. Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. And feel the difference. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. For many servicemen and women, the battle doesn't end when they come home. And I know, because I too struggle with the invisible wounds of service. Pups for Patriots and Sam literally changed my life. If you're a veteran or know a veteran struggling with post-traumatic stress or a traumatic brain injury, go to AmericanHumane.org to learn more about the Pups for Patriots Service Dog Program. Let's give our veterans a fighting chance. A message from American Humane. Acadiana Center for the Arts is our cultural and artistic hub serving eight parishes through community development, education, live performance, film, and exhibitions. For information on getting involved in upcoming events, call 233-7060. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome, Moon Show. Great to have you with us on Hump Day already. Got a great, great program lined up for you today. Uh, Scott McKay is going to join us at 930. And people keep bickering about the turnout. The turnout, Louisiana. Scott had a great answer. Now, hey, Rod, uh, we'll visit with him at 930. 10 o'clock, we're going to jump gears. Uh, My man, Matt Moscone, is going to join us about the Heisman race and uh, Jalen Daniels, Jaden Daniels. And uh, looking forward to visiting with Matt. Matt's got a pulse on all the stuff that's going on and Matt have a lot of fun with us, too. So uh, very highly entertaining, a lot of fun, and a, a guy that uh, knows his stuff. So we'll visit with him. Uh, and then tomorrow, Jeff Landry, uh, Attorney General Jeff Landry, governor-elect, 930. And at 10 o'clock, we're going to visit with one of the legends, one of the legends in sports calling football games Tim, and basketball games, Tim Brando. Tim Brando is a former ULM Northeast graduate. Uh, he's still working with Fox calling ball games. He was at CBS a long time. So Tim Brando will go on just about the playoffs and stuff that's coming up. So Tim, I have some insight on some stuff. So, all right, 844-766-6607 is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Holler. Before I get to that, so I'm I'm getting inundated yesterday with uh, Jay Darden, apparently, the backstabber, Jay Darden. I mean, I talked to Jay the other day. I shook his hand. I got personally, I don't have nothing against him, but... Man, just I just knew this was coming. 
We get to write Bill Edwards' legacy. It was horrible. He had no vision coming in except, you ready? Raising taxes, Medicaid expansion, and raising the minimum wage. That was it. He had no other vision. Going out, him and probably Jay Dart are going to make a millions and millions of dollars on the Green New Deal. That's why we're in that crap. So I, I took this piece, and I, I'm kind of falling out laughing at Jay. So Jay got to speak at the press club. You know, the press club really ought to invite me to speak so they can get some truth in some of these people that go speak to the press club. And the press club just said, they go, go away, wow, in Baton Rouge. Go away, wow. So they had Darden come speak to it. This was an article out of the westsidejournal.com. JBE, that would be John Bell Edwards administration, Administration leaves state in much better shape, Darden said. Really? I thought, wow, when you see a headlines like that, you go, I wonder what the hell is he talking about? Well, so I read it. So let me go through this real quick. Because when I read stuff like this, it infuriates me that someone like Darden, who was the co-governor, who knifed the Republicans and Vitter in the back, and then I predicted he would be John Bell Edwards' co-governor, and he was, they're bragging about what they leave in the stadiums as your kids leave, as our insurance rates skyrocket, as debt mounts. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Scott's done nothing to make this state better. Dorn says he left it in better shape. So what did he say? Dorn, a Republican. <laughs> That's a joke in itself. Ready? Here's number one. This is a lie. And I'm telling you, when somebody can prove this to me, I'll do flips buck naked on the interstate. Somebody's saying now, please don't ever prove this. Edwards inherited a $2 billion budget deficit when he succeeded Bobby General. A lie. I'm calling Jay Darden a liar. I've called the media liar. Zero Zizaranga Republican. Last March on this program, I was in Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge and zero Z's and ranks. And I'll prove to you it was $2 billion. I'll prove to you. That was in March of last this year. Let's see, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. We're in December, Friday. Still ain't heard from those zero Z's and Because, folks, that was made up by Jay Darden. That was made up by Bell Edwards. It was put in the media. It was used to raise taxes, period. We would never had a $2 billion deficit. He never inherited anything. Let me back up, Jay. So Jay calls it an inheritance, right? Edwards inherited. Okay, Mark, I want you to listen to me. I've explained this a thousand times. Bell Edwards voted for six of the, it was eight budgets, but he voted for six of the seven. I don't count the last one he's running for governor. He voted for six of them. If you say six, eight, that's 75%. You don't inherit something you voted for. Mark, my aunt gave me a vehicle. She gave me a vehicle as an inheritance. I didn't pay a thing. I didn't do anything to deserve it. That's an inheritance, okay? If you, if I, that truck out there, that's paid off, but my truck, when I went and signed a note for that truck and paid it, did I inherit that, that, uh, that note that I got? No, I signed off on it. Bell Edwards voted for all those general budgets. Bell Edwards was a floor leader for Bobby Jindal. You remember the fiscal hawks that were voting against General's budget? It was Bell Edwards who was going to get Democrats to vote with General for the budget. I don't know how many times I can explain this. I can come to the press club and debate Jay Darden on this. Jay Darden would be putting his foot up his rear end. 
This is what this is what drives me crazy. Jay Dard gets to float around like he's somebody special. And he's not. He's part of the problem. When did Jay Dard stand up against children being mutilated from a little boy being mutilated? He never said a word. He went along with Bell. This this guy right here has no credibility in the press club. He didn't inherit it. Edwards voted for the budget deficits. He voted for using one-time money. He voted to strip money from universities. Bell Edwards was a part of that. He was a representative for eight years. How can Jay Dorn even make that comment? But he did. Because they got to spin it. And the press club is not going to allow somebody to come through that with the real facts. Here's another one. He said with the $2 billion budget deficit, I'm quoting him now, not me. $2 billion budget deficit, which was a lie. He said it prompted a 0.45 cent sales tax that helped pull the state out of the budget. Uh, 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 uh. Let me give you the rest of the story. Let me give you, that's another lie. I got two lines. Uh, uh, Jay Darden has lied not once, but twice. Let's back up, folks. How did we get to 0.45? Bell Edwards and the help of some of his weenie Republicans. They voted for a one cent sales tax, folks. They voted, but John Paul Cousin voted for a one cent sales tax. Cocktail voted for it. A lot of Republicans voted for it. It was one cent. It wasn't 0.45. It was one cent. Go back and check it for 27 months. Somebody may say 24. I think it was 27 months. And then, and then Paula Pelosi Davis to the rescue. Instead of one cent, they decided to cut it back down to 0.45 for seven years. Jay doesn't even tell the truth. It was one cent. Then it was 0.45. Go back and check the records, folks. If I'm wrong, I'll call myself a liar. One cent went to the point. You know why I knew that? Because Paula Pelosi Davis, a Republican, by the way, was bragging. This is one of the greatest things she ever did. You had people saying, well, we're cutting taxes. Walked they put a one cent on you, cut it to 0.45, and you got the jackasses out here telling people, I cut taxes. You mammy-eating mother, father, sister, brother. You, you didn't cut anything. You added, matter of fact, the point, the one cent was for 27 months. The 0.45 was for seven years. The 0.45 tax was bigger than the one cent if you look at longevity and the amount of money it brought in. Jay Dorn's a liar, but he gets to go in front of a press card with his tie on and make them laugh, and they go, yeah, yeah, because the press don't care about the truth. I ought to not even go any further than this because I got two lines, two lies, boom. Already on Dorn. The guy who knife bit her in the back, who's going to make about 16000 plus a month for the month for the rest of his life. All he had to do was knife the conservatives and the Republicans in the back. He did it, and he became the administrator for Bell. You know, the honor code guy? Okay, I ain't going to have time to cover all this in his first segment, but I'm going to get what I can. So, uh, Jay, after years of having to deal with that kind of massive debt, the state has now reported seven consecutive budget surpluses. By the way, they use one-time money, okay? And by the way, the reason they were able to do this is because Bell got in there in 2016, and everybody remember the flood, August of 2016? The federal money started pouring in, and then the hurricanes, and then COVID. Folks, we would be flat-ass busted, bad, without federal money. As a matter of fact, Jay Darden later in an article, and I'm going to do some of this now, some of this coming out at 1030. 
Jay Darden later in the article tells Jeff Landry the secret to being successful. You know what he told him? Go beg the federal government for more money. Go beg them. You got to beg them. Beg them for more. That's how you stay successful. Jay Darden, legendary, backstabbing Jay Darden. So extra money, the extra money state coffers prevented, prevented the rounds of deep budget cuts because commonplace in the general administration. Yeah. You can, and you know how he knows that? Yeah. <laughs> he asked Bell Edwards. <laughs> Bell Edwards knew it because he voted for all his bad budgets. It's, it's amazing to watch the spin on this. Jay Dawn said the surplus has allowed us to make investments that have been long needed in Louisiana. <laughs> Did they do anything about our state debt? Our state debt is a 20-something billion dollars. You know how much they knocked off on our state debt? Zero. This guy's talking about budgets, and you got that kind of debt. You're not helping yourself. He said the new governor and his and uh, Landry and his administration are better situation. It's a completely different scenario when Edwards uh, came into office. He's right. I think what Jeff Landry's inheriting might be ten times worse than what Bell didn't inherit what he voted for. And I can say that honest because this federal money is going to dry up, and we're going to be in deep trouble. And the only thing Bell Edwards is going to be doing is making money on the Green New Deal, and I wouldn't be surprised if Darden's not in the same law firm. So anyway, I'll get to the rest of it. we got to take a break. I'll come back. I'm going to wrap up some of this. He talks about fiscal responsibility, but yet y'all hear that we have $300 million more. We had the, bill, the bill calling for spending some $300 million more than is available. That was all under Jay Darden and Landry. I mean, Jay Darn and Bell Edwards. I'll get to that in a minute. Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere, folks. I'm loaded up. Did I get excited? When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. You know what? Trust means everything when you're selling or buying a home. And I know this for a fact. Nicole Spellman Group, they're the ones that you have to depend on because they're the ones you can trust. And trust means everything. Your biggest possession, your most prized investment is your home. And I trust Nicole Spellman Group every single time. If I'm going to sell my home or buy a home, Nicole Spellman Group, you got to have somebody you can trust. That's Nicole Spellman Group. You know, the average realtor only spends a few hundred dollars a month marketing for you. The Nicole Spellman Group spends tens of 
of thousands every month, every month to attract new and more buyers, which increases demand to sell your home faster. And guess what? For top dollar. That's why I trust the number one team serving the entire state of Louisiana, the Nicole Spellman Group, to sell my home. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home, the Nicole Spellman Group. So do this now. Go online to NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, or just Google Nicole Spellman Group. Nicole Spellman Group, I'm telling you right now, why go anywhere else? She's the real deal. Anyway, folks, this moving. Great to have you with us, 844-766-6607, Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. You know, folks, I get a little excited. Somebody's going, a little. I get a little excited because we allow the bad players, I didn't say bad people, bad players in government to walk around and act like they've done something. By the way, Cane River Pecan giveaway starts now. Email me, moon at moongrafon.com. We're going to give away some Cane River Pecans. They'll ship them out today. So Somebody's going to be lucky enough to win it. To win, uh, moongrafon.com, give me your name and address. you got to give a physical address, not a post office box. And if you win, I'll send it to them today. They'll ship them out. So getting back to the legendary backstabber, Jay Darden, who's going around telling people things that are not true. Uh, Darden also held the state's uh, – he he talked about all his finances. Let Let me go into this. So let me give you something else. So Jay's talking about the finances. Louisiana legislature's most recent capital outlay bill calls for spending some $300 million more than is available for high-priority projects. Commissioner Administration Jay Darden said, this, is this responsible? Jay is responsible for this $300 million. Is this responsible? You got all these projects and you're promising $300 million more than you have. Jay says that some of these projects will not get funded this year and some are funded will take longer while projects currently at the second level of property can't be funded this year or next year. Well, Jay, why did you promise all that? It's going to impact the next governor, next legislature, and what they'll be able to do. Guess what? You're leaving us in a bad position, Jay. The only thing y'all ever hooked us with was $2 billion budget deficit, which was a lie from hell. I've been saying this for eight years. Nobody has proved me to me we had a $2 billion budget. Nobody. Not Bell, not Darden, not Zero Z Zerang, none of them. And then that's what Edwards did. Edwards walked out the door and he gave family leave to all these government workers, and that has a there's a cost to it. Darden said, Oh, we've been working on that since late this summer. Well, that could be September. It's, uh, <clears throat> by the way, uh, he said legislators' rejection of tolling partnership to help pay replace interstate 10 to Calcasieu would kill the project, but said he doesn't think the decision will have a bearing on the proposal. Folks, they're not building bridges. Jay Darn's full of crap. He's a damn liar. Can I hear that one more time? He's a damn liar. Thank you, CB, from the grave. He is a liar. He also said he hailed the state's low jobless rate. 
folks, listen to me. Bell Edwards and them came in. The people were leaving. It was starting to slow down. If you go look at the census, I looked at the numbers. From 2016, who became governor? Bell. Jay Darden became the main squeeze, co-governor. Our migration has ramped up its head the whole eight years under Bell Edwards. Go look at the census. It shows we're losing people left and right. And beside that, all other southern states around us are kicking our behinds. Bell was there for eight years because Bell did nothing. And Darden was part of this nothing train. For him to get under, for him to even be invited to the press club is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Jay Darden's bringing people in Louisiana working. All there's a concern about where we may be going with possible recession and possible slowdown in Louisiana economy. We haven't seen that in Louisiana yet, Jay. We have full employment in Louisiana. Let me ask Jay Darden a question. Hey, Jay, tell people specifically what Bell Edwards and you did. Specifically, I'll be specific. What did y'all do to create all this prosperity? If he if he opens his mouth to speak, he's lying. Federal money, folks. Later in the article, he says Jeff Landry needs to go beg the federal government. Folks, I don't understand why a person like that can rise to the level that you think he's something that he's not. Darden hurt this state along with Bell Edwards. They're not leaving this state in a better place. You think we better? We got better roads. We eighteen billion dollar def- uh, uh, eighteen billion dollars behind education. The debt's worth, jobs are worth, our migration, insurance. Uh, look what Bell Edwards did with kids. He wanted boys to be able to go into girls' dressing rooms. Then he wanted kids under 18 to be able to get their penis chopped off. And Jay Dorn never stood up to say a word. What they left is in a damn hole. And him and Jay, uh, especially Edwards going to be filthy rich. They put us in the Green New Deal. We signed off to stupidity. How can this guy stand up in the press club and I got more and I have to get to it after 1030 and I will get to it. I mean, just lie, lie, lie. And there's the press club. They got a foot up in their a finger in their nose, one in their mouth, and they change it out every few minutes. Don't even ask him anything. How can he get up there and brag about anything they've done, folks? He can't. I guess he can. Yeah. When is Jay going to come on the program and argue? Come talk, Jay. I don't need Edwards anymore. Edwards ain't coming anyway. Mr. Trial Lawyer ain't coming anyway. We'll be right back. He's a damn liar. season this year i want you to try some rage and cajun authentic roux and let rage and cajun roux do the hard work for you using just two simple ingredients rage and cajun roux a slow cook for six hours for the perfect dark and rich tasting gumbo you can find rage and cajun roux and rage and cajun original cajun seasoning and all your favorite grocery stores today folks ask them for that rage and cajun try all your great rage and cajun products ask for them by name in the grocery store Raging Cajuns, folks. This food is great. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day, more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. 
Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Department of Justice. We all use technology to make our lives simpler, but you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated or you're near the end of a contract with your internet and phone service provider, it's time to contact Line One about their hosted phone service. They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line One has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line One app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line One system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at line.one. Line.one. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to line.one and tell them Moon sent you. We could all benefit. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hello, welcome back. Luke Grafon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management. Holler. Oh, one other thing before we get to Scott. Uh, lost 140,000 people since Bell Edwards came in. I wonder if Jay Darn, why he didn't mention that at the press club. I'm sure he forgot about it. But uh, we got some more things to bring up later in the program on uh, this tour of going around and talking about how great they're doing. Uh, by the way, Edwards is approved at last poll. So I was 37 to 38. Uh, he's him and Bell are the only two that believe in, in the BS they push. Scott McKay joins us from the Hayride. Scott, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Man, if I tell you hard work and dedication, you're going to laugh at me, so I'm not going to say that today. You, uh, oh, I, okay. I, th- well. I, think, I think you've been doing a great job on, uh, as you're watching some of this media, especially from the left, still bickering and complaining about how many people went vote, and it was a low turnout. I'm laughing. And then you wrote a great, great article. I want people to go read it to Hayride dealing with this. So that's why I called you. I wanted you to come tell us what's going on with these people. Why can't they accept the, the, the vote and let's move forward? Well, I, I, you know, look, most of the time these guys don't do anything by accident, right? The, the, the caterwauling about low voter turnout um, is there's a couple of things going on. Number one, there's an all out effort to get rid of Katie Bernhardt as the state Democrat party chair. Cause she's a disaster. Um, she may be the least worst <laughs> candidate they can find, yeah. right? Like yep. she'll be replaced by somebody who is far worse than she is. Uh, but they want to get rid of her because the results are bad. And you know, uh, by the principles of accountability, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get rid of Katie Bernhardt because she has been a disaster. But the other thing that's going on, and this is like literally all these guys can do, is they're going to use this low voter turnout narrative uh, in an effort to discredit Jeff Landry as governor and to say that he is not legitimate so that when he decides to go make big changes – Obviously, those changes are not legitimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a great point. And I knew I knew that was the angle, Scott. I talked about it earlier. 
But I like what you did because what you did is, you know, they interviewing Joshua Stockley. I know him. And, and I tell him all the time, politically, he's one of the dumbest. And Pearson Cross, I mean, they go find people to say anything. And these people will say anything about the turnout. The turnout is who voted. Everybody else doesn't matter. It's who voted. And I think you right. did a great job of describing it. Republicans turned out. They turned out maybe not in the greatest of numbers, but pretty good numbers compared to what the Democrats did. Well, I mean, remember, everybody knew who was going to win every single one of these statewide races on October 14th and also on uh, certainly on November 18th. I mean, the only race there was any kind of question about was the Secretary of State's race. I mean, on October 13th, I could have told you with 99.7% confidence that Liz Merle was going to win uh, the attorney general's race and that Nungesser was going to win lieutenant governor and that John Fleming was going to be the next state treasurer, that Jeff Landry was going to ultimately win the, gu- the gubernatorial race. Like all of these things were already in the bag. Secretary of State, we knew it was going to be a Republican. The question was, is it going to be Nancy Landry, Mike Francis, or Clay Schechtsnyder? Yeah. And you could have handicapped it pretty accurately then. So, like, you don't have that many competitive races, so you aren't going to get massive turnout for a statewide cycle. You're just not. So, given that, you had 47% turnout among Republicans. That's pretty good, yeah. right? Like, I mean, that's that's approaching presidential race turnout. Democrats turned out at about 36%. And independents didn't turn out at all. But that's okay, because independents, by and large, are people that are not involved in the political process, don't like either party, and don't like politics, period. If they did, they'd pick a team. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the other you know? things that... And, and we should actually respect their wishes and not demand that they go vote when they don't they half of them don't know where the state capital is why do you want their vote <laughs> no i've been saying it all the time low numbers inform voters on how we can save the country and the state one of the other things you mentioned Absolutely. Scott, scott mckay my special guest he got a it's a great article go check it out on hayrod scott one of the things you talk about and, I, and we've been knowing this for a long time so democrats don't vote 67 percent of the democrats are black and they're complaining about no money. Is that can I can I make an honest assessment that we have to pay certain people to go vote and they're not going to get out? Is that can I make that assessment? Well, I mean, I, it, just listen to the Democrats' politicos, and they will tell you that. I mean, this is not you know you can act like it's a scandal to say that this is you know that this is what's necessary in order to engage, uh, particularly black Democrats in Louisiana. But it's the truth. And every time they have a bad electoral result, they scream about how there wasn't enough money trailed in and how come we don't have money. And it's, you know, it's somebody's got to pay for the street money that turns out the vote. And so you say, well, why, you know, these, these are people that are beaten about the head and shoulders nonstop on politics, whether it's, you know, on church on Sunday or on, uh, you know, radio stations that they listen to and all the rest of it, much more than your typical, uh, you know, kind of apolitical white person gets. And yet the turnout is so bad. And the answer is, okay, well, why? And my, you know, my suggestion would be, Maybe it's because the Democrats who control all of the places that these folks live in do a terrible job of governance, 
right? They can't run a sewage and water board. They can't run a police force. There's potholes in all the streets. The schools are garbage. There's no, you know, there's no productive economy. The jobs are nowhere to be found, right? They don't do a good job of governing the places they run, and these are the people they demand the votes of, and so they have to pay them to come out and vote because the voters won't reward them for the jobs they do. And this is the big secret that they don't want anybody to tell. Well, guess what? We should be telling it every single day. Yeah. Scott McKay, my special guest. Uh, you know, Scott, it was, uh, it was just when I, when I read it, I thought, wow. Go to these professors at these universities, people like Joshua Stockley, who's, like you said, uh, closer to a Marxist and socialist than he is anything else. Go to them and get their opinion on it. Well, they're bickering and crying about voter turnout, but it's their party. It's their, and you right. say this in art, it's their party who's not showing up. But, but if you get them money, they'll go, that's sad. I've never been paid to vote, and I don't have to, you don't have to call me, Scott, and say, hey, I got five, ten bucks, case of beer. Go vote. You don't have to do that. I'm going vote, Scott. You don't have to do well, that. Well, exactly. I mean, you talk to every Republican voter in Louisiana, and they're going to laugh about it. They're going to say, nobody gave me a box of Popeye's fried chicken to vote. Nobody gave me a $20 bill to vote. Nobody even gave me a ride to the polls. I do my own ride because I'm going to go, you know, hit the grocery store after I finish voting. Yeah. Right? Like, it's a civic duty. It's what citizens do. Okay, well, they have so devalued citizenship among the people that they influence and govern that, you know, it's it it has to be like. And then the other thing is, as well, we need to lower the voting registration age to 16 or 17. We need to make it so that you automatically register to vote when you get a driver's license or turn 18 or do whatever. And it's like all of this is because they can't sell the stuff that they have to sell Correct. to people who think about things. And they never, I mean, you know, I, I'm going to plug my book here, right? Like yeah, I wrote this book called Racism, Revenge, and Ruin. It's all Obama talking about how modern Democrats who are Obama Democrats are not about persuading anyone to do anything anymore. They don't want your your uh, agreement. They want your compliance. And, and they want to turn elections into ballot harvesting competitions, which means nothing but street money. And the reason is they don't win elections based on issues where you have to actually persuade the voters that your way is the right way because their way is the wrong way. We've tried it in a a zillion countries and a zillion states and cities, and it doesn't work. It produces poverty, violence, uh, uh, demoralization, okay, declining infrastructure, and all of the rest of the pathological horrors that you see every place the left runs things. And you can see it most clearly in Louisiana, in New Orleans, yep. Yep. which they've destroyed that city. Yep, no doubt about it. Scott McKay, yes, Scott, and I'll let you touch upon this. We take a break, we come back. The voter rolls are swallowed up with people, people that uh, don't come off the rolls. People that get automatically put on there, they swole up so the numbers look even worse. But if people went, had to go register by hand and go up there and register, I, we'd probably have 80% turnout. Let me come back and we'll talk about that. Scott McCain, my special guest. Let him talk about his book as well. We'll be right back. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods is striving to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, 
Dino Hardwood stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods when it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now. Molding, plywood, paint, and L products, they are ready for you. They got three great locations. The corporate office is right here in Broussard, Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com. DinoHardwoods.com. Great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana company. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. Chestal brought. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Show. Great to have you with us. 844 is the numbers Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Scott McKay at Hayrod is uh, my special guest. And uh, Scott, before I get to your book, uh, I-, I want people to go read this article because I'm like you. I'm sick of the crying by the Democrats, mostly by media and universities, are the ones crying about this mostly. There's nothing to cry about. Every election has a certain number of people going to vote, and-, and that's who determines that. So let's say in a state election, only nine people went to vote. And somebody got 50%. It's over. If they got five votes, they win. You don't go back and say, well, everybody didn't. That, that is never how it worked. We only count the votes that are voted on. We don't count people that don't go to the polls. Well, it, it's, it's like the biggest non-issue ever, right? Like, yeah. who cares? Who cares? That's correct. Right? I mean, like, you know, and this is this is all like I said, this is all about an agenda. This is all about, uh, you know, when when Jeff Landry and the legislature that got elected uh, start making some, I think, pretty significant changes in the structure of how this place governs itself all of which are going to be deleterious to the Democrats' status quo that, you know, they built all the way back when Huey Long was governor, and nobody has ever really cracked the the foundation of that. 
Um, but you may start to see that early next year. This entire thing is going to be, you know, caterwauling about those changes yep. and saying that they came from an illegitimate governor because it was only, I mean, I, I read this thing that Rolf McAllister wrote about the primary, and he's not even a Democrat, even though he he, he, he impersonates one in his column. By the way, I know Rolf, uh, he, might, he might not be a Democrat. But he's damn close. <laughs> he's Democrat adjacent Ain't is no what doubt. he is. Ain't no doubt about it. Uh, but he's uh, – Jeff Landry only got 18% right. of of the adults in Louisiana to vote for him. And it's like, well, that's a good number. The, the guy you supported only got 5% of the people who came out to vote, yeah. much less 18% of the adults. So, I, you know, but this is this is going to be what you're going to hear over and over again, that, you know, Jeff Landry was put in place by a small number of people yep. and he's doing the bidding of an even smaller number of people. And it's like, yeah, but nobody voted for your alternatives, right? Yep. Your own people wouldn't come out and vote for your alternatives. And do you know why? Because they know they don't work. Yeah. Orleans Parish had something like 15% turnout uh, on November 18th Wow! for those uh, the statewide races. And they had a few uh, legislative races up. They didn't have a lot on the ballot in New Orleans. Okay. But they had all the same stuff, you know, statewide stuff that, that everybody else had. They had 15% turnout. I don't know what it was in October. I can't remember. But it was like way lower than 36%. It was in the mid-20s. I think it was somewhere around 25. Okay. Like, and that's where the, the highest concentration of Democrats in Louisiana is, is Orleans, Orleans Parish. And they won't show up. They didn't show up for the mayor's election in New Orleans. They don't show up for city council elections or any of these other things. And the reason is because they know, first of all, there's no Republicans to vote for. And second of all, they know that the Democrats won't do any good. They know it. They've seen it for decades. All that city does is decline because its leadership is awful. And the reason the leadership is awful is because they got the ideology all wrong. They think big government fixes things, and big government has never fixed anything in New Orleans. The real interesting thing, and this is the other thing they're caterwauling about, is Landry's got this committee on the transition team that's talking about fixing New Orleans, right? And they didn't invite LaToya or J.P. Morrell or any of the bigwigs in the city's ruling class Why would you? to be part of that. Why would you? They ain't well, fixed anything exactly. yet. They're the ones that broke it, <laughs> right? Like, why would you put them in charge of fixing what they broke? And so, you know, the real question there is, is you got, you know, you got a, a, some Republicans who are in Orleans Parish, and then you got a bunch of people from the surrounding parishes, generally speaking, dominating that committee. And, you know, they're talking about okay, what? How do we fix New Orleans? And those conversations are involved, you know, revolving around what's a what's a way to do a greater state role in the governance of that city because the local government can't do anything, whether it's law enforcement. I think you're probably going to see some moves made with respect to the sewage and water board, which can't provide anybody with an accurate water bill, much less keep the streets <laughs> from flooding every time they get a good rainstorm, right? You're going to start to see some of those things. And when that happens, you will see the most amazing, entertaining, 
meltdown of all time. There was a little bit of a taste of it that you saw a year or so ago in Mississippi when they destroyed the water system in Jackson like yep. utterly. Yep. And what they did was they created a regional water board where all of the suburbs outweighed the city of Jackson and they dominated the, the, the regional water. And so you had a functional water system, but you didn't have the politicos from Jackson running it. Yep. And you might start to see a few things like that coming to the forefront in New Orleans where Jefferson and St. Tammany and St. Bernard and some of these other parishes um, start to have a role in how the metro area is governed based on these kind of, you know, whether it's a sewage and water board or some of these other things. Um, and when that happens and the ruling class in New Orleans, which has failed so completely over and over and over again for the last hell, I don't know, 80 years, um, you know, gets cut out of the loop, these people will lose their minds. And it's going to be so entertaining to watch because nobody in the state will care what they have to say. Everybody knows they broke it. So why would anybody listen to them complain about somebody trying to fix it? Yeah, it's, uh, look, it's a mess. I just kind of got a kick out of the article. <clears throat> Because you were just landing on the line, and these people are bickering, and like you said, it's the set. It's like the two billion dollar budget deficit. Scott, I do. I'll give you. I'll bet you ten thousand dollars. You cannot find a two billion dollar budget deficit that Jay Darden and Edwards and everybody's been talking about for eight years. It doesn't exist. It was made up so they could raise taxes. Nobody, oh, absolutely, no zero Z's rang in front of me a Republican who was ahead of the budget. Okay, appropriations. I think it was appropriation. So he had a, a spend, some of the yeah, spending. Probes. He goes, oh, I can prove that. He told me that in May. I'm, I'm sorry, March. You know, I ain't heard from zero since. Not one, one, one word. Because nobody can prove that. That was such a lie. They still using it today. That's what justified oh, tax right. increases. That's what justified Republicans voting for tax increases. An outright lie. Oh, you're going to hear it in a year or so. They're going to they're gonna talk about a fiscal cliff, yep. right? Oh, well, these sales taxes are rolling off, and so we got to have a fiscal cliff. You know, and, and <laughs> but, you know, my, uh, my counter-proposal to some of these guys is, I tell you what, I'll keep those sales taxes in place for another couple of years. I want to get rid of the state income tax in, in exchange, right? I'll give you a couple more years of your sales tax, but the income tax has got to go away. And you can do that very easily. And you know what? There won't be any takers on that. So the answer is don't give them anything, okay? Look, put Brett Guyman in charge of House appropriations. Absolutely. And you aren't going to have a fiscal cliff. He will make sure that the fiscal cliff never, never exists because all that budget really needs, and it's the way this thing is set up, is the governor's office is in charge of the budget because the legislature doesn't have the staff or the ability to go through a $50 billion budget and get rid of all the waste. It takes, it's time that you, I mean, it's $16,800 a year. You don't have time to go root yeah. through that budget, and they don't give yeah. you the staff to do it. So, real quick, real quick, though. Garmin will do it, though. Garmin should have been the speaker, but if he's not appropriations, he better be. If he's not, I'm worried about it. But real quick, your book. 
Racism, revenge, and ruin, it's all Obama. Everything in America that you see is not organic. It was contrived and executed, and Obama's the guy. The book is the playbook on how he did it and how to fight back. Go to Amazon, pick it up today. By the way, he's still doing it through Biden. And I still say Michelle Bell. I got an article Absolutely. again. Michelle Mabel, president. Uh, I still think there's a possibility. Let me go. We'll do it again, Scott. Thank you. Matt Moscona next. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette, a Town Square Media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. A condemnation of anti-Semitism. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News on the Senate floor. Jewish Americans are feeling singled out. Targeted and isolated. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer denouncing a rise in hate crimes reported since the war in Gaza broke out. When we see protesters at Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade compare the genocide of the Holocaust equivalently to the Israeli army's action to defeat Hamas in self-defense of their people, we are shocked. Another big pro-Palestinian protest is planned tonight in New York City that could interrupt the lighting of the famed Rockefeller Christmas tree. Saying they're going to flood this area in support for Gaza. The NYPD is ready to respond because it happens every week, right? Some of the preps that have been in place here in New York City as the department is preparing for those protests, trying to get everything in place, mixing in both uniforms and plainclothes officers. Fox's Alexis McAdams. Hamas is set to free 12 more Israeli hostages today, but... Yifat Zaylor tells Fox she's told her relatives are not among them. We try to remain hopeful. We continue with our battle and efforts. Fox's Greg Palcott's in Tel Aviv. Now, as part of the deal, Palestinian prisoners are also being released. But what is being worked on now by the U.S., Israel and Hamas go-betweens, an extension of the ceasefire and hostage exchanges which is set to end overnight. An update on the search at sea near Japan after a U.S. Air Force Osprey crash. A military statement says there were eight crew members on board. Their conditions unknown. The Japanese Coast Guard had reported one was found dead. The House Speaker has just said they'll vote tomorrow on a resolution to expel Congressman George Santos, the Republican who lied to New York voters about his past before the election, then was indicted, accused of campaign finance fraud. But Santos remains defiant, saying on the House floor last night. Are we to now assume that one is no longer innocent until proven guilty. America's listening to Fox News. Can you trust the government to protect you? We have political chaos, high inflation, global wars, no border protection, and our leadership telling you about pronouns in electric cars. It's time to take a hard look at protecting yourself and your family. It's time to call Oxford Gold Group. Whether you want to diversify against inflation or have gold on hand, you need to visit jessekellygold.com. Protect yourself with a visit to jessekellygold.com. That's jessekellygold.com. With the holidays upon us, the increase in traveling, shopping, and connecting online also heightens the need to protect your identity and finances with LifeLock. Identity thieves see this time of year as an opportunity to drain your accounts, open new loans in your name, and damage your financial future. LifeLock detects and alerts you to the threats you might miss on your own. 
Don't let the busy holiday season catch you off guard. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code CLAY, lifelock.com, promo code. Court-appointed special advocates or CASA are specially trained volunteers that help secure safe homes for abused and neglected children. Don't let these innocent victims slip through the cracks of our complicated legal system. Get involved today. Call CASA at 268-5111. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPIP. This place has a pulse. You hear it in the canopy. Feel it in the ground. Life, fully illuminated, engulfs you. From the birds singing in the treetops above to the tiniest insects in the soil below, you take a deep, cleansing breath, filling your lungs with the essence of the forest. Now, imagine it's all gone. Healthy, life-giving forests reduced to nothing. No singing birds, no lush canopy, and water and food in short supply around the world. Time is running out to protect our forests, and without our love, they can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our forests. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org slash love. The Joe Cunningham Show has a new start time. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and I want you to join me every weekday at 5 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All of the news and analysis that's important to you right here in Acadiana, be it local, state, or national, going to have that for you during your evening drive every day from 5 to 6 p.m. The Joe Cunningham Show right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you. Hour number two of the Moon Graffon Show. Heard around the great state of Louisiana and beyond. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. I tell you, we're going to really jump gears on my program today, which we occasionally try to do. I have the one and only, a guy that you can hear all over the state of Louisiana and beyond as well, a gentleman that uh, not only follows college football, LSU, the Saints, uh, I'm just gonna say a genuinely good guy that likes to have fun like me, Matt Moscona. Matt, what's up, my brother? Moon, great to chat, man. How are you? Doing great. You know, I'm laughing back because I, I when I saw you the other day, we laughed because we were together years ago, and you told me something. You said I thought I was going to end up in talk radio. You end up on the sports side. I always thought I ended up on the sports side. I better want to talk side. Maybe we need to change shows for a week just to fool the no. audience. <laughs> no, I have no desire to ever go back to that. I'm, I'm on the playground, man. You're doing all the serious stuff. I'm having fun. Well, no, I agree with you 100%. Now, we have a lot of fun here, but I'm not having as much fun as you. I need to start having as much fun as you do, man. Listen, it's great to have well, you. I know, I know you, you cover a lot of the sports stuff and uh, – I did want to get your take on things like uh, the big thing, first of all, and you'll be there, is uh, the, uh, the Heisman Trophy, uh, Jaden Daniels. It's no doubt. Now, look, I, I do watch a lot of college football. I didn't say I was an expert like you, but I watch a lot of it. And if you just look at it from the perspective of 
best player in the United States. I think Jaden Daniels easily gets it. And if you look at the stats, he's right there. So make a case for Jaden, because I know you can. Well, the case is, is a really easy one to make. And Jaden Daniels is doing things that are, that are historic, not just in context of this season, but in context of any Heisman Trophy winner. He, he set a, an NCAA record for, for quarterback rating this year, an efficiency rating. Um, he's, he's put up more yards through 12 games than Joe Burrow did in his Heisman season. It's incredible what he's doing. Um, If you just look at objectively, Moon, who has had the most outstanding season, who has been the most productive player in college football, by a mile it's been Jaden Daniels. Literally the only knock on him is that the team has lost three games. And so you have some voters who have turned it into a – you know, the best player on the best team type award as opposed to the most outstanding individual award. And that's that's kind of what Jaden's fighting right now. But if Jaden Jaden can't play defense or he would win it, the defense has been bad. That's his be blunt. I mean that's you, why the logic yeah. That's why the logic's flawed, Moon. It's and it's always bothered me. Listen, I'll, I'll give you and I don't want to come across as an LSU guy just going to bat for the LSU guy. I'll give you I'll give you another example. You won't remember this name because he's been lost to history, but there was a running back from Boston College named Andre Williams. And Andre Williams was a 2,000-yard rusher his senior year at, at BC. But he didn't win the Heisman Trophy because BC was a 7-5 and five football team mm-hmm. that year. Mm-hmm. Even on a bad team, when everybody knew Andre Williams yeah. was getting the football every play, he still ran for 2,000 yards because... He was sensational, um, and he won the, the Doak Walker Award, which went to the best uh, to the best running back in college football. But nobody remembers Andre Williams. You remember Jameis Winston won the Heisman in 2013, and Jameis had a great year that season. But he was the quarterback of the team that went on to win the national championship, sure, sure. and that was the primary driver for why he won the Heisman Trophy. When, quite honestly, Andre Williams had the most outstanding season. So we we've seen this over the years where it's quarterback or best player of best team instead of the most outstanding player. But they, they do it in general in college football, Matt. Uh, they, you know, we're talking about the Final Four, and I, I think they base it on resume. When they started the four teams in the playoffs, it was we want the best four teams, and let's be blunt, it's been the best resumes, not the best four teams every year. So I, I, th- I think there's always yes. some twist on all this dealing with these young kids in college football. <laughs> The, the one thing that I would push back a little bit when you're talking about the four-team playoff is, I, and Moon, I, I, I'll grant you, man, I am a huge outlier in this conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see who a committee subjectively thinks are the four best teams. If that's the case, why do we bother playing games? Mm-hmm. You may think Oregon is better than Washington, well, those two teams played a football game, and Washington won the game. Correct. So I don't care what a bunch of people in a, in a suburban Dallas hotel ballroom think. We played a football game to determine it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm excited about a 12-team playoff, because we're actually going to have games to determine this instead of subjectively thinking yeah. or being uh, held to what people subjectively think uh, results should be instead of letting it go play out on the field. 
but it but it always has been. I heard you talk because I listened to you about the twelve teams. You were excited, and but subjectively, when they had two teams or four teams, it's always been like that. It's not been changed. When you go right. to twelve teams, you know what you're gonna have. Sometime I always say, well, teams in the five six back and never win it, which is not true. I rethought that because you can have a team like LSU who makes the playoff as a tenth seed, but man, the last eight games they played at the top level when they had problems yeah. early in the year. So. I agree with you. I think it's going to make it more interesting, 100%. And because you seed it 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, you probably still can win it. It depends on how you plan that time of year. Absolutely. Teams are – it's a it's an old adage. Teams are allowed to improve as the season goes along. Yep, yep. How many teams do you see – look, the best example, Moon, if, for those LSU fans, you'll remember this, to the 2001 LSU team. 2001 LSU – Lost to Tennessee early, lost to Florida early, lost a home game to Ole Miss. By the end of the season, Rohan had thrown for 3,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Josh Reed wins the Blitnikoff. They beat number two Tennessee in the SEC championship game, and they blew out Illinois in the Sugar Bowl. There was not a team in college football that wanted to play Great. LSU Great. by the end of that season. If you had a playoff, they would have had a shot. And yeah, nobody could guard the Reed kid. Matt Moscona, my special awesome. guest. Let's go back to the Heisman. So, uh, I- when they start voting, I think it's about 900 ballots. Might be wrong, give or take, but I think it's somewhere in that neighborhood. Does, does having Penix and, and Bo Nix in the West, and, and I'm using them as it's Daniels and them too, but really I think it's down to two. Does that help Daniels when it comes down to voting? Have you ever talked to anybody that voted for this and kind of get an idea so, what they think? thinking? Yes. So um, it's a uh, – it's a really good question. And you're right. There, there's 928 voters um, for the Heisman. And, and it's divvied up regionally among media. And then the the living Heisman Trophy winners all have a vote as well. And then there's one fan vote. Um, so you do the region. The reason the Heisman Trust divides the votes by region is for exactly what you just said. They're, they're accounting for regional bias, which of course there's going to be. Absolutely. So Absolutely. with your premise, would, would Penix and Nick's potentially split vote? Yeah. If it were closer, then I would say yes, but I think you're right, Moon, that, that Bo Nix has very clearly distanced himself from, from Michael Penix in this conversation with respect to the voters. So it's really going to come down to, to Jaden. And, and remember this, Moon, every ballot has you, every voter votes for three players, okay. a first, a second, and a third. First place gets three votes. Second place gets two votes. Third place gets one or one point, I should say. Okay. So, so you could see a scenario potentially where, and this may hurt Jaden, if West Coast voters put Nick's Penix Daniels, you see, if they put yep. Jaden third, it could end up hurting Jaden. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Golly. Well, I, like you said, the eye test. But the, uh, okay, so what are the criteria when it comes to the Heisman? Do you have, I, know, I know you looked into it. What is really the criteria that they're looking for when they, when they say, hey, Jaden Daniels, you're the, you're, the, you're the Heisman winner? Every Heisman voter gets a ballot, and on the ballot – uh, it says the trophy is awarded to the most outstanding college football player in the United States whose performance epitomizes great ability combined with diligence, perseverance, and hard work. So it, it very much it says clearly the most outstanding college football player in the United States. So that's, 
you know, if you're just looking for the most outstanding football player, that's where the subjectivity comes into it for certain people. Um, what, what does outstanding mean? Jaden Daniels leads the country in total yards, total touchdowns, passing touchdowns, rushing yards by a quarterback, passer rating, plays of 20 or more yards, QBR. I, I can go, there's, there's, a, there's two dozen categories nationally yeah, sure. where Jaden Daniels leads the country. Yeah. Um, you get the point. Um, but you know he's the best player in the country. It's really just a matter of will voters overlook the three losses. Yeah, and you know, Matt, what's the shame about the three losses? Uh, probably historically, I heard you talk about it, but I agree with you. Probably one of the worst defenses, if not the worst, LSU ever had. And the three losses, they were in every game. And two of the losses, yeah. two of the all three of the losses, I think, in the top twelve in the final uh, uh, power rankings that they you know making a judgment on, two of them in the top eight. I mean, I mean, hey, it's not like you losing to uh, team Rudy Poutine. And every they had to score in the forties, and maybe Florida State was in the thirties, but it's going to forties and fifties in the other games. So I don't think that ought to be based on the Heisman Trophy. I just don't think they ought to base I, that. I I agree, and it, and it, I think it would be different. And here, this is I think is an important distinction too, Moon. It would be different if Jaden didn't play well in the losses and you could point the losses in part to Jaden Daniels. That's just not the case with how the season went along. I mean, the old Miss game, LSU put up 600 yards yep. and over 40 points. They didn't lose that game because of Jaden Daniels. They had a nine point lead in the fourth quarter and the defense was just all time atrocious. As we saw, yep. you know, the Alabama game, Jaden didn't play the fourth quarter. He got, he got concussed and knocked out of the game. Uh, they scored 28 points on the road in Tuscaloosa. And they certainly, if Jaden's in that game, they have a they better scored, chance. Yeah. I don't know if they win it, but but it's closer. You know, the Florida State game. People forget this, Moon. The last that was a one-score game going into the fourth quarter. Correct. On the last play of the third quarter, Jaden Daniels had an open Brian Thomas down the left sideline for a walk-in touchdown. And he dropped the ball. I mean, you go into the fourth quarter tied if Brian Thomas catches that football. Instead, first play of the fourth quarter. Malik Neighbors slipped on a ball Jaden threw, and it got intercepted. Short field touchdown for Florida State, and the game was over. Yeah, so that's the nuance that I think is a, a lot of times lost with, when voters don't actually dig in and watch the games and pay attention and just read box when I When I get back, I'm going to tell you one thing funny, but I want to bring up that how do these people watch these kids? And uh, his name is Matt Moscona. He's up to date on all the sports, especially in the state of Louisiana, around the country as well. We'll visit with him a few more minutes. I want to thank Matt for being part of the program. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. At the holidays, I use Cane River Pecan Company gifts to thank my loyal sponsors. Cane River Pecan Company is family-owned. Louisiana company since 1969 and features the premier selection of gourmet pecans in the South. Visit CaneRiverPecan.com and see why pecan gifts are the perfect way to strengthen business relationships and recognize loyal customers. Call toll-free 800-293-8710. Again, the number is 800-293-8710. And ask to have a free catalog sent to you or visit them online at CaneRiverPecans.com. Do what Moon does. That's me. Get pecans from Cane River Pecan Company. Once again, call toll-free 1-800-293-8710. 1-800-293-8710. Hey, I've been doing this for many, many years. Send Cane River Pecan, they'll never forget you. 
CaneRiverPecans.com. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement. South Star Urgent Care is the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of. If, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad, maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures, South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the Moon Graffon Show. Easy listening sounds of the Moon Graffon Show, the most nonpartisan, nonpolitical show on the air today. My producer's laughing at that. Probably my guest, my guest is probably really falling out laughing at that. Matt Muscona joins me. I got, you know, about I got a, they, they, people say they like what I said. I'm the most nonpartisan, nonpolitical guy on the air today. And that's what I think I am, so I say it. And that's not the biggest oxymoron I've ever heard. <laughs> but nonpartisan, nonpolitical shit. Yeah, nonpartisan. And by the way, easy listening sound. So, uh, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, a couple big ones for you. First, I got to tell you a funny. Me and my brother Steve, who lives out in the Greenville Springs area, when, da- when Jaden Daniels' first few games last year, we weren't laughing at him. We said all a dude could do is run. And that's all he did. <laughs> And he ran. He wouldn't throw the football all in. I'd go back and go, go, go. It's like, I ain't never seen this. The guy got to be able to throw the football. Guess what, Matt? The dude learned how to throw the football. The dude could throw yeah, the football. Did. You know, his uh, one of the big knocks on him when he transferred in from Arizona State was accuracy. Um, and to his credit, boys, he has he really worked to perfect that. But, you know, Moon, the other thing about a year ago that I'll remind people LSU through the first eight games used six different offensive line combinations. You had wow. two true freshmen starting offensive tackles. The off your, your your best running back was was Josh Williams, who obviously was a former walk on. He's a fine player, but I don't think anyone looks at Josh Williams and confuses him for Leonard Fournette or any of the NFL running backs that have come sure. to this program. My point is, Jaden Daniels had to be Superman. A lot of times the best offense in a, in a broken down pocket was Jaden run. Yep. Um, he accounted for 70% of the offense and really what they needed a, a year ago, Moon, he gave them, which was protect the football and don't get you beat. Yeah. And because he was able to do that, it allowed LSU to be in a lot of 50, 50 games late. And they won, they won a lot of those games. They beat sure. Florida, they beat Auburn, they beat Alabama. So, I'm I'm less critical of the job Jaden did a year ago because I think he did exactly what that team needed for them to win. Well, I wasn't critical as much as he just didn't throw. And I'm not a football guy like you are. And I'm watching this going, this guy just run. But let me say this, and you said it, the dude can flat out throw a football. And I would say this, the last yeah. thing on him before I ask one more question to you and get you out of here. 
I was at Tuscaloosa. I was sitting about 15 rows up behind LSU, so you're at field level. And I've been at field level in Tiger Stadium many times. And I'm going to make this one statement. I've never seen a runner, running back, quarterback, anybody, more graceful running than this guy. Never. And you can name running backs. And, oh, I, thought so and so. I don't care who I've seen at that eye level. My God, he's so smooth. I saw Dante Lawson almost break his ankle and have to miss a game. <laughs> and Dante Lawson can flat out play. And it was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> he hurt his ankle. This cat can run. And he's a hell of a thrower now. But I, I just wanted to put that because I've never seen anybody run like him, ever. He, he's almost like the road runner yep. where his, his body is straight up. But but down below, boy, there's a lot of, of activity. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, his ability to be calm from the waist up and so active and fierce and powerful and agile from the waist down is uh, is a sight to behold. I think that's one of the reasons why the the style that he runs with looks so different. It's almost like someone made this comp. It was like Michael Johnson. Remember the sprinter Michael Johnson yep, from the 96 sure Olympics? Sure who just ran straight up. And he was so still running straight up, but boy, could he fly. Jaden reminds me a lot of him. Yeah, last question. Do you think all the people that vote for the Hodman Trophy actually take the time to watch these kids looking at film, watching them on TV? No. Do you See, that's, that's, I have a problem with that. But I'm just, you answer the question. That's, that's the one I'm throwing. That's the here's, last so one. So here's, here's my biggest, it's a good question. Here's and I've I've said this I've lobbied for this for a long time, Moon. I don't think beat writers who cover one school should vote, and and it's for the exact reason you said. I'll give you an example of of an LSU media members' day. If you're covering LSU that day, and let's say the Tigers are playing at six o'clock at night, you're probably getting to Tiger Stadium around three three thirty. So you're you know you're leaving your home driving, traffic, parking, getting to the stadium, getting up to the press box, pregame uh, field, you know, on the field for pregame warm-ups, uh, probably doing a lot of media hits, and then you're watching the game, doing the post-game press conference, and you may not get out of Tiger Stadium until after 1 in the morning. Yeah, You watch one game. You watch one game. How in the world could you possibly commit yourself to watching all games and all teams and all these plays? It's literally not possible. So I've often said that I, I think that Heisman voters should be national media members. Yeah, yeah. I know. Great point, Matt. And look, only because I got to go. Oh, thank you so much. Let's do it again, man. You're always a lot of fun. You got to move anytime, yeah, man. Yeah, and when somebody runs into you, just tell them you was on a program that was nonpartisan, nonpolitical. <laughs> and I appreciate you telling a lot of people that for me. <laughs> I'll do it. Bro. All right, Matt. God bless, brother. I want to tell you about one of my new advertisers, Adapt Concepts AC Service Repairs. Oh, serving all of Acadiana, surrounding areas, and the Gulf of Mexico for over six years. Full-service AC and heating company. Repairs, installation, and preventive maintenance, which is very, very important. Insulation service, professional quality services, focus on creating value for you. Terms of certified technician, 24-7 customer service, and free consultation. I'm talking Adapt Concepts. AC service repairs. You want the professionals? You want the best? This is them. Purchase a qualified high-efficient system for maintenance, plus get a free 12-year parts and labor warranty. Wow. Don't you want to know about that? Call them at 337-408-8202. That's 337-408-8202. 
888-888-8202. Or go to the website, adapt-ac.com. That's adapt-ac.com. The rapidly changing cybersecurity needs of your business keeping you up at night? Our Convergence was founded by two honest men, respected and faithful Louisiana natives over 20 years ago. The passion for excellence and service led to the growth one customer at a time and expanded to the entire Gulf Coast region. Our Convergence has established a long history of being trusted cyber security and advanced technology partners for large enterprise-grade companies, including universities, banks, healthcare providers. Our Convergence also offers the same level of expertise and service to small businesses with no IT staff, none. Give Our Convergence the chance to earn your business by calling them at 1-800-820-9695, 800-820-9695, or by visiting their website, iConvergence.com, iConvergence.com. Let the professionals at iConvergence get you taken care of, and you're going to feel safe from the changing cybersecurity landscape. The Louisiana Department. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hello, welcome back. Moon Griffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management. I don't think, I don't think Moscona bought into the most nonpartisan, nonpolitical show on I had today. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he bought into that, man. I can't believe I can't believe I couldn't convince him of that. Gee whiz. I'm gonna have to explain that to him when I see him again. <clears throat> Easy listening sounds of the Moon Griffon Show. So anyway, no, I appreciate Matt doing that. Uh, uh, tomorrow's interesting too because I'll have uh, we got Jeff Landry going to slide out. I think he's coming to the studio for a segment or two, and then uh, Tim Brando, legendary uh, sports announcer and a uh, great guy, Louisiana guy. Uh, gonna have him on dealing with the football and the playoffs. I know, I know, I know. Everybody wants to talk to politics, but man, I love talking sports. I was I wasn't joking with Moscato. Me and Moscato talked about it last time. He said, "Man, when I first got in, I thought I was going to be on the talk side." You heard him say, "No, I don't want no part of that." But uh, it is a lot of fun on this side too. But I know what he's saying. It's 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 more fun on the sports side, and I get it. I get it. So anyway, but I thought I was going to be on the sports side, really. But uh, that didn't work out too good. All right. I wanted to go back on this uh, Jordan and 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 Bella was going around. Uh, talking about how everything's great here, and it's not. How they left the state in better shape, they didn't. They didn't, folks. They left us in a bad shape. And uh, I'm just telling you, they left us in a bad They're already seeing money problems around the corner. They can't even spend the money on the projects that they promised already because they just spent money. They didn't. Darn and Edwards knew no more about the budget than uh, – then a uh, goofball, uh, Stuart Little, very little bishop. They know nothing about the budget. They're passing stuff, man. Same thing with Blank Page. They passed the budget. They had to have a meeting to tell people what was in the budget after they passed the budget because they didn't know what was in the budget. And Dart and them are doing the same thing. Dart's going around at a press club telling people that uh, he, they held the state's low jobless rate. Yeah, when, you know, when people quit looking for jobs and people leave the state, we lost 140,000 people under Jay Darden and, and, and Bell Edwards, and I called them 
co-governors because they are. They've been co-governors. He also bragged that expansion of Medicaid was smart. I wonder why it wasn't smart for Arkansas or Mississippi and Texas and Alabama. It wasn't smart for them. He said it's had a tremendous benefit on improving health care outcomes and taking what? Advantage of federal dollars. That's 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 really describes Edwards and Dart. Federal money, period. Without that, we would be devastated. And he says it tremendously benefit on improving health care. Mark, you realize we're still 50th in health care. So if you're 50th and you get Medicaid expansion. And it improves stuff like Jay Darden said. How come he's still 50th? I mean, it's just a question, folks. He said, uh, he said, budget cuts are not necessary the day Landry takes office. We're leaving this with a budget surplus so the new governor does not have to come in and make dramatic cuts. For the first time in recent history, funds can be invested where they need to be invested. But yet in another article, he said, well, we got some budget problems. And then his advice to Jeff Landry is to go. His advice to Jeff Landry, folks, is really simple. Go big for as much federal money as you can get. That is not great advice. My advice for Jeff on that is don't. We need to wean ourselves off the federal government. We don't need to do what Jay Darden's talking about doing. I, I just think it's a shame that the guy can't be honest about what he did along with Bell Edwards to this state. Nobody, I don't know what, what's wrong with being honest, man. I don't understand that. What's wrong with being honest? They won't be honest. Now, let me give you a few other things that I think are very, very important. supposed to be on. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Okay, I'll hold off for that because do me a favor, Mark, ask them if they mind waiting till about 45 and we'll get them on the rest of the show, okay, because I do want to get them on. See if they can just hope because I do want to finish this. So let me just bring up a couple other things real quick that I think is important. So Edwards and them want to go out there and brag on what they did. When they come through, this is what you need to ask them. How come we $15, $18 billion backlog on fixing roads if you've been there eight years? What did the department do? Uh, education. Never improved one inch. The only improvement in education has come from Brumley. Brumley and the people that tried to push. But there's been no major move for us in education. Except what Brumley and them have done. I think it was math, English, or whatever it was. Debt. We got way more debt now under bail. That ain't going down. We got more debt. Jobs. Folks, we don't have jobs. We're at the bottom of the job creation. How can a man like Jay Darden sit there and brag about jobs? He can't. Jobs are our problem. Our migration is our problem. If you go look at the if you go, and I've already looked at the census from 2016 to now is when we've been losing people just rolling out of here. 
$140,000 on his watch. She didn't talk about that, did he? Insurance. Insurance rates gone down since Bellet was governor. Jay Darden was a co-governor. I mean, think about that. And then this Green New Deal, they put us in a bond with this. This is one of the dumbest moves that we've ever made, all by Edwards. And then how about the trans bill? I'm just kind of curious. What about the trans bill? What about the bills he tried to veto? We couldn't, they didn't even want, Bell Edwards and Jay Darn didn't even want us to protect kids under 18 <coughs> from sex operations. He didn't care if they took the penis off a young kid. He didn't care. He was all for it. Your insurance gone down since Bell came in, folks. Well, move the hurricanes. Forget that. How about your home? How about your car insurance? We have no tort reform. Every state around us is growing with people and jobs. They're kicking our butts. And this guy's got the nerve to talk about he left the state in better position. He went against the world, but COVID. He goes out there to go get that spell fellow passed and put him in jail. He wins in court. He wins in the Supreme Court. Edward, look at the bills. Edwards vetoed 70 bills, a lot of good bills on that Zuckerbucks and things of that maker. I'm just saying, how can this guy get up at the press? But the, the press club won't invite me. I got some numbers for him that can really turn their heads. They don't ask Jay Darden nothing because they like him. They don't. They don't ask the man that. All right, we got to take a break. America's Principles Project. We'll talk to them when we get back. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement, South Star Urgent Care. It's the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of. If, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad, maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures, South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need.
Go to SoftStarMoon.com. SoftStarMoon.com. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. Been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. For all the trickle. Hey, hello. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Last segment of this hour, 844-766-6607. We're joined by John Sweppy, American Principles Project. John, how you doing? I'm good, Moon. How you doing? Man, I'm holding up, brother. All right, tell us what the American Principles Project is. Yeah, so we are a social conservative pro-family group based out of uh, Virginia, and we've worked a lot on those issues like you were talking about uh, in your last segment, you know, the sex changes for kids. It's actually crazy that these, uh, these Democrats support that. And so we've been working in the states to, uh, to, to prohibit those. And then also, you know, working on pro-family policy at the, at the federal level. What is the, what is the biggest issues you're working on right now? Is it, I know it's so many sometimes, but what are some things that you're going, you know what, we, we got to get this right. Well, Moon, I'll tell you right now, I'm actually in uh, Missouri this morning uh, and I, we're working on, age verification for pornography here, uh, doing the best we can on that. But I'll tell you, uh, at, at the federal level right now, one of the things we're really interested in is seeing the child tax credit extended. And, you know, that was one of Donald Trump's, uh, really one of his best accomplishments in office was getting this, uh, you know, these tax cuts through and, and, and getting an extra $1,000 to families for each kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously with inflation right now, I think that's really important. And, and those, those credits are expiring uh, in a couple of years here. So, you know, Congress, we're, we're trying to get them to, to make sure they can get that done. So, so families can continue to provide for their kids. Yeah. You, you, it's a constant fight for Americans, for Americans families. Now it, it's just a constant fight for things we used to not even have to worry about anymore, which means a group like y'all, y'all got a lot to take on to inform the voters Are y'all going, are y'all located in all 50 States? Are y'all just out of Virginia and y'all work 50 States? We, we have activists in all 50 states, uh, you know, but, I mean, really, we, we are based out of Virginia, and then we, you know, we're a pack, too. So what we try to do is, you know, when you've got anti-family politicians out there, and you mentioned John Bell Edwards is a good example, uh, you know, who pretends otherwise, you know, they gotta, they got to be, you know, face a political price for that. And that's where, you know, we try to, to, to do ads and, and come in and, and elect the good guys and unelect the bad guys. Yeah, we... Uh... I know when you look at Louisiana, you're probably laughing, but we actually have a governor. I want to write the book, a two-term governor who should have never been elected. He, he actually backed in twice because of fighting Republicans. And, uh, and, of course, he's pro-life, 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 pro-gun. He fought every gun bill known to mankind. I don't know how many pro-life bills he fought, but the, but the gun bills. But, man, what he's, what he's done with gender and the Green New Deal and all that stuff, I mean, it's really devast- It's going to devastate families if we keep electing people like this. The good news is uh, we threw all them out. In other words, we, we threw out a lot of the guys and ladies that we needed to throw out. Some didn't run again, and he was term limited, which was a blessing. 
Yeah, Louisiana, big success story. You guys did awesome down there. And, you know, I mean, we just were involved in Kentucky. Unfortunately, not a, not a happy story there. Very similar situation with Andy Bashir, right? A uh, Democrat who fakes it, who pretends to appeal to, to, to families, but is actually one of these anti-family progressive woke guys. And, um, you know, unfortunately, we, uh, we came up short there. Yeah, we, our governor's woke. He's as woke as anybody. You could put him in California. He would fit right in. So uh, yeah. what, is, what is the biggest project y'all working on right now, uh, uh, John? Well, I think with, imme- with immediacy, you know, the biggest project is this, this tax extension uh, that, you know, has the potential to go through Congress. We have a little bit of time now, and I know they're working on it. But, you know, one of the things we're seeing is Democrats want to get rid of the child tax credit and basically turn it into a sort of universal basic income. And so they're trying to leverage that right now. And Republicans just want to, you know, they're looking at the, the tax bill that Trump passed. And they're saying, hey, this, is, this has got some good provisions in it. It's got some good things to keep jobs here in America. It's got pro-family things like child tax credit. Let's just extend the good stuff and, and move on. Uh, but, you know, Democrats never let a crisis go to waste. No. So that's what's, that's what's going on right there. You know, the universal income might be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. It's going to give people money. And guess what? You'll never be able to give them enough money. Well, what are we looking at with inflation because of all this money we're printing? All this money we're printing for the new Green Deal, by the way. None of it, none of this is going to work. But, boy, it's going to devastate us. You, so the universal income starts at 1000 a month, then it's 2000 a month, then it's 10000 a month. It's never going to be enough. And America, all these other countries that have tried this, uh, John, have all failed. Every single one of them has failed. Yeah. No, and, and we, frankly, we have a little bit of an example of that here, right? I mean, I, I was even supportive of this when it happened, but the COVID checks, you know, right after that, all that spending on the CARES Act, you know, now we have pretty significant spending. So I think, you know, we really need to cut back. We need to make the investments where they need to be made, obviously. And I think, you know, the child tax credit, the R&D tax credit, those are good investments. But, you know, the, the reckless spending and all of this, you know, just giving money away, giving money to all these foreign countries, too. I mean, we got to we got to ease up on that. Yeah, the, the, it's amazing. So we had a pre-spending before COVID, pre-COVID. Then we have COVID. OK, we moved on from that, but we're still spending the same amount of money and even more. And uh, I don't think anybody realizes a lot of people are not realizing that the disrespect of money, John, what America's going through now, just disrespect it. Just print whatever you want, put whatever you want, comes back to bite you. And it will not bite us easy. If this will be a hard fall for America if we keep printing this money. No, that's right, Moon. And, and the thing is, you know, ultimately with inflation, the stocks will keep going up. You know, rich people stay rich, but you'll feel it. The working class people feel it the worst, right? Because ultimately prices go up and our cost of living uh, becomes even higher, and it's just not sustainable. You know, it's amazing that, that, that John Sweppy, my special guest, Americans Principal Project, American Principles Project. John, you know, it's amazing that uh, when you look at what they're doing, uh, just with the disrespect of money, uh, they the Democrats used to be all about the poor. You know, they don't ever talk about the poor. They talk about the middle class. They've ruined the poor. They've been reinvented ways to have poor people. Now they're going after the middle class, people like me. And I'm sitting there going, please don't help me. Don't even talk about me. The best thing you can do with me is leave me alone. If I don't make it, then I'll get back up tomorrow and try again. Don't help me. I don't want your health care. I don't want anything from you. Let me go pay for my own. And guess what? By them trying to help the middle class, it's the middle class 
that are being stunted right now by the Democrats and what they're doing. No, that's absolutely right. And, and you know, you're and we're feeling it right now. I mean, these, I love when the, the, the media says, oh, inflation's only up three or four percent. You oh know, ordinary people understand it's way more than that. And uh, and it's been really harmful. Well, what you can do is you can take I'll give you an example. I got an article today. You ready? OK, so mm -hmm. if you ever had kids, everybody knows. I got four. What, OK, well, I have four, too. They're all a little older. But I'm, so everybody has gone through this. Use McDonald's as an example. And you go through and get a Happy Meal or you go through and get one of those meal deals. And before COVID, that'd be three or four dollars, four or five dollars. I saw one today in some areas of the state going through and getting a burger, fries and shake, a burger, fries and a drink up to eight. $18. Some of this yeah. stuff is $10, $12 higher than it was. Not everybody. And I'm going, how does the American people going to live with this? Because the things that we need, cheap energy and cheap food, make this country great. We go do everything we want to do if we got cheap energy and cheap food. But this Green New Deal is going to be the devastating part, John, before it's over. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And that's why, you know, ultimately we got to hold these guys responsible. I think, you know, Republicans obviously want to lower prices. They want to cut taxes. They want to, you know, make it where government's leaving us alone. But these Democrats, man, like they're they're going at it. They they, they, they see you eating meat as a problem, man. Yep. They want you to stop eating meat. You know, it's and, the same. I know, am a protein, I'm a protein guy. That's what I like. If I had to skip some, it wouldn't be the meat. <laughs> no way, man. We need that. But anyway, but yeah, no, I think, you know, I appreciate you having me on, but I just think, you know, you look at Congress, uh, we have the opportunity to, to keep those tax cuts in, in place for yeah. families. We should definitely do it. Absolutely. John, John, tell people how to get in touch with you. Find out more about your organization. I'm at Twitter at John Schweppe, and we're at AmericanPrinciplesProject.org. We bill ourselves as the NRA for the family because we want to fight for families, uh, and we're doing the best we can. All right, John, God bless. Thank you for calling. Thanks for having me. All right, thank you. All right, by the way, winner pecans. Let's see who we got. Oh, here it is. Rick L. Daly, Alexandria, Louisiana. Alexandria, Louisiana. Rick Daly. I think I'm saying it right. Yeah, Rick Daly. I got it right here. You're the winner. All right, folks. Uh, another hour to go, moongraphone.com. You can listen live. Just go to moongraphone.com, listen live. The When they go around, and Jay Darden and, and uh, Edwards and them start trying to give you all the great things they did, just, just send them back to me, folks. Send me the articles. Send me the interviews. Send me everything you can on that. Uh, it's a shame people like the press club don't want the truth. They just want to promote the lie that we are just eating it up and where we came from, $2 billion budget deficit, all that's a lie. They can't prove any anything about $2 billion. And so when they get out there bragging, just start asking them about the debt, the roads, the out migration, the jobs, education. Ask them. Ask them what they did to improve that. They can't answer any of those questions. They can't answer any of them because they didn't do anything. All right. That'll wrap up this hour of the Moon Graffon Show. MoonGraffon.com. Listen live. Another hour to go to the rest of you people. Leave us. God bless. Have an awesome day.
show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. I'm here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. on Capitol Hill. Elisa Brady, Fox News. The Senate Majority Leader condemning anti-Semitism and urging political leaders to speak out against historical prejudice. From the floor of the U.S. Senate, Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer of New York decried rising hatred of Jews, often turning violent, targeting students, businesses, and synagogues. Rank anti-Semitism, with Jewish people simply being targeted for being Jewish having nothing to do with Israel. While allowing that Israel's government isn't above criticism, Schumer says questioning Israeli action to defend its citizens is a form of Jew hatred since the standard is not applied to other nations. Fox's Eben Brown, some pro-Palestinian protesters accused the U.S. of supporting genocide in Gaza. For now, talks continue on extending a temporary truce between Israel and Hamas. More hostages and prisoners are expected to be released today for a sixth day. Search and rescue off the coast of Japan, where a U.S. Air Force Osprey went down during training with eight crew members on board. Japan's Coast Guard had reported one death, the U.S. military not confirming any conditions yet. Another expulsion vote coming soon for indicted New York Congressman George Santos. Speaker Mike Johnson says House Republican leadership is allowing members to, quote, vote their conscience when it comes to deciding whether or not to make George Santos just the sixth person to ever be expelled from Congress, it appears the Speaker himself is weighing his options. I personally have real reservations about doing this. I, I'm, I'm concerned about a precedent that may be set for that. Johnson says the vote will happen Thursday, and New York Republican Nick LaLota, who led a previous expulsion effort, thinks there are enough votes to expel Santos. Fox's Ryan Schmelz on the Hill. Santos is accused of using campaign funds for personal use. He'd already been indicted when a previous vote failed. The new motion comes after an ethics committee report. America is listening to Fox News. Between global jihad, China, Russia, and our southern border, we are in for a long and protracted battle. You need to prepare for the worst. Protect your home, protect your family, and protect your investments. It's time to reach out to the Oxford Gold Group. They make it simple for whether you are buying more gold, diversifying your 401k, or buying gold for the first time. Call 833-995-GOLD or visit jessekellygold.com. That's jessekellygold.com. With the holidays upon us, the increase in traveling, shopping, and connecting online also heightens the need to protect your identity and finances with LifeLock. Identity thieves see this time of year as an opportunity to drain your accounts, open new loans in your name, and damage your financial future. LifeLock detects and alerts you to the threats you might miss on your own. Don't let the busy holiday season catch you off guard. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code CLAY, LifeLock.com, promo code CLAY. A settlement is reached over toxic forever chemicals. Three companies, Camores, DuPont, and Corteva, agreeing to pay the state of Ohio $110 million to resolve claims. Camor said it would be responsible for half of the settlement costs, while DuPont would provide about $39 million to resolve the claims relating to the release of per- and polyfluoroalkyl substances, or PFAS, from the company's facilities. Chemical makers have faced thousands of lawsuits in recent years over contamination by PFAS, which can be found in the blood of most Americans, accumulating in the body and not breaking down in the environment. Lillian Wu, 
Fox News. Google reaches a settlement with the government of Canada in a dispute over the country's law for online news. The Canadian Broadcasting Corp reporting that under the deal, Canadian news would continue to be shared on Google's platforms in return for annual payments to the news companies. Mean tweets turn into Christmas magic for J.P. Franklin, a proud Oklahoma Sooner fan who only had a few teeth left in a photo that went viral. Franklin says I was sooner born, sooner bred. And when I die, I'll be sooner dead. He's also old school. No social media. Says words don't hurt me. There were some pretty mean words posted about his missing teeth till another fan family shouted out to Dr. Brett Francis, you need to help this guy out. The dentist and OU grad got help tracking down J.P. Franklin online from the Sooner fan sister. And days later, at Dental Designs of Stroud, J.P. Franklin was gifted with a $50,000 smile. Dr. Francis says he's a very genuine guy, and I think this is one of those meant-to-be things. J.P. Franklin calls it a Christmas gift from God, mixed with a little Sooner magic. Therese Crowley, Fox News. Stocks are higher right now. The Dow is up about 40 points. Oil prices getting back over $77 a barrel. Elisa Brady, Fox News.